0: Hello, I'm Carolyn Mosley, and I'm Deandra Pruitt, and, and we are I'm Real Estate and Brotherhood. And motherhood. I'm so excited. Today, we're going to be talking about our lifestyle
1: in real estate. That's a lot. That's a big sense. Yes. Sounds like a little bit, but breaks down in so many different variations of our life.
0: Currently, what deals you got going on, Carolyn?
1: Oh, wow. So, I have a deal right now. I feel like the last couple of times, I've had not so easy deals, but I have a deal for the first time that is not with my preferred lender. So you have a deal currently with Navy Federal. How is that going? Um, I have a deal with Navy Federal. It's my first time stepping out and allowing another lender to handle my buyer's deal. And it's it's not, the communication's bad. Have you talked to him on the phone? No, I have not spoken to him on the phone. I have emailed several times. I've gotten a response back twice. Wow. I only got the response back the second time because I went overhead and went to management. And my deal closes next week. Which means CTC in a packet. Oh, CTC. That should be our term of the day. Clear to close. Clear to close. That means that. Love those words. I love. Listen, when you get a clear to close, that is like music to your ears. Although I have had clear to closes and still had to wait. Like, it got extended.
0: Really? Yeah, like multiple times.
1: Okay. Well, clear to close is supposed to be. <laughs> You're actually supposed to know that you can even move in close. I can even move closing date up if I have clear to close. But um, so technically, I should have clear to close by Friday minimum because my deal closes next week and the lender will not email me back. He will not call me back and that is very frustrating because you should be in contact consistently throughout days, weeks, anything that transitions. I'm getting feedback from my buyer when I should be getting it from a lender. And the reason why you want that information from a lender is because it's um, it's communicated professionally. So when you get information third party from a lender and I mean, from a buyer, sorry, and not specifically from the lender, things can be Twisted, yeah, not like, properly delivered. It's like whispered down the alley. Yeah, it's 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 not good. So you want to be in contact with the lender. You want the lender to be in contact with you. And I haven't gotten that. And how, I'm a little nervous.
0: How not a clean deal. How much is the sales price of the house? Four
1: hundred thousand.
0: What is three percent of that? Is the commission three percent?
1: Yes. And it's it's over ten thousand. I think it's
0: I don't know how you know that's the first thing i know how much i'm getting paid so um how much is the earnest money that's at risk if you do not close on time
1: four thousand it's normally one percent i suggest one percent for my clients so
0: four thousand dollars is at risk and you have a lender that's not answering the phone which is why you trust your realtor yes everybody wants to go with the person they bank with but that person is just going to make you a number in the system You want to be able to actually pick up the phone and call your lender it's important um, that i can text my lender and be like whoa what's going on is it going to close um because i have to know if you have me fighting and negotiating last minute it's harder because now the listing agent thinks that i was holding out and i wasn't it was the lender so it's a lot of little components that go into trusting your agent but
1: don't work with somebody if you don't trust them. Right. It it makes you look bad. So now at this point, if something goes wrong with this deal, the listing agent has all right to assume that I may have known something, which I didn't, or that I may have been privy to something that wasn't going to close, which I don't. But I sent out an offer with a lender attached to it saying that I can pretty much put my hands on this file and know it's going to close it's a good file it's a clean file like those are the words you use and when you use those words and something comes up at the very last minute and you haven't communicated that it makes you look bad as a business it has nothing to do with uh, navy federal they're still going to function they're a huge company they're still going to continue to get business but me on the other hand that agent probably won't trust me again in the transaction because they're going to feel like we went 20 something days before closing and if something goes wrong and I bring that to them, they're going to be like, okay, why didn't you know this? And that's valid questions. If I was on the other end of that, I would ask the same questions. So that's my deal. I that's, feel like you just repeated everything I said. Oh, well, maybe it was different. It wasn't. Maybe they
0: reciprocated but 3%, is 400, $400, 000, <laughs> and 3% is $400,000, 3% is $12,000, just in case you need to borrow money from Carolyn. She got it. I'm like really proud of like the the feeling of hearing what you're doing and you making a brave decision to switch and you went to like Burnell and your honors and all this stuff and you were still broke and now you're like I was not broke. Get out of here. You worked three jobs, so I worked three jobs, so I wouldn't be broke, right? Which means broke, which means you weren't living. You had no freedom. You didn't have the opportunities that you have now. You could just give me a thousand dollars because I wanted three hundred dollars cookies for my baby shower.
1: I guess that is broke.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I
1: guess it. I guess it depends on what you broke. define as broke. Unhappy as a person.
0: Okay. It to me, it's unhappy. No freedom. Can't live. Can't eat what you want. You're missing things out for your kid. I guess I was broke. She's not no more.
1: Broke, America. I was broke. I was too. I mean, we all go through that, but.
0: So you figured it out.
1: I figured it out. And, and you're really good at it. You think so? What? That's a
0: moment. You've never told me that. I didn't. No, you lie. Oh, you did I it. always say you're going to sell luxury. And... Oh, you did. You said. You did. Oh, so I never told her. I've always told you that you're going to sell luxury real estate. As soon as you said you're really going to do it. I was like, yes. And it's a whole different ballgame luxury, but it's exactly what you're built for. Oh, I always I told you that. So, yeah. All right. I knew she'd be great. I'm happy you're doing this and life is good for you. Um, My current deal, I actually, (laughs) the luxury. I never left the house for it. Um, (laughs) The house was small. It was like $60,000. I have an investor who's paying cash for it. Um, And they were able to go view it because there's no lockbox on it because it's like $60,000 in the middle of nowhere. I want to say White, Georgia, but I can't remember the city. Um, We negotiated down a little bit on the sales price. It closed. I just got a bank wire. Don't even know what it looked like. Um, So the investor part which i would love i am receiving this lord to just work with investors who pay cash yeah because they know what they're looking for and they just need you to write the offer that's so true goodness that would be great um so i had never really got like a consistent investor hmm. you know i don't why have why do you that. think because they stick to who they know and when you already have that person you know how they work so they literally want to call you tell you you write it up you stop everything and you write up the offer so when you have that person that's already kind of fulfilling what you need why get rid of them right especially in real estate um and a lot of times with investors so like i didn't make as much on that deal when they uh renovate the house and they list it i'll make money on that end because it will be a renovated new construction type home so that's cool i love working with investors way more than i love working with buyers so that's my current deal we're talking about our lifestyle today
1: ah lifestyle It's a good subject
0: it's a deep subject real estate changed my life i tell people all the time i didn't change who I was, I always had the work ethic, because I always was a hard worker, I just switched my field. So instead of serving tacos, (laughs) I just served a house, same service, same attentiveness, um, same delivery in the sense of wanting them to have a great experience. I just switched the product, which makes me a salesperson. And I didn't know that about myself. I didn't know I was a salesperson. Um, so finding that out um, and being able to label myself as
1: something helped me to learn more about it. That's funny because we've that talked about this bar. but we met at Hooters and <laughs> I i really feel like Hooters. Stop. <laughs> You're so petty. <laughs> well, you got him out. <laughs> so we met at Hooters, and like I said, I came from healthcare. So you kind of just go through the motions. Yes, you have um, empathy, sympathy. You have uh, patients that you deal with consistently who you build relationships with, but in sales, it's different. And I came from fine dining. So I came from fine dining, and Hooters was my first restaurant outside of fine dining.
0: It was hilarious, y'all.
1: Because in fine dining, it's kind of understood what you make. At a minimum and i i don't know how to explain that but it's like if the tab is this you will get this pretty much there's very few instances where you oh. don't get 20 percent off of a tab in fine dining and it's also what was it
0: called that you worked at i forget
1: the mansion on forsyth park so 700 drayton in savannah and um so i'm sorry you threw me off but the you, gail gail here you go you ask her one thing she forgets. So you you get 20%, um, excellent service, you definitely get more, it's easy to get more, just do your job. And the the service is silent, so it's called silent service. So they don't see you come in, they don't see you move, like that's a good service, not being seen, being seen but not, or being there but not being seen. So when I got the job at Hooters, <laughs> it was different. And I was working, I made money, granted, Somehow in that industry, I made money. But when me and DeAndra became friends, I learned that I wasn't selling. And you taught me how to sell at Hooters without. Yo, I've been teaching you. Yeah. So literally one day Cash, I, I was, was back, at a table yo. and she wasn't doing anything. So she kind of watched me at my table and I walked away and she walked up and she was like, you have to change your energy. And I was like, why?
0: <laughs> oh wait, I remember this. I literally remember this. She was like, they told me they wanted wings and I'm putting in their wings. And I said, do they know your name?
1: She said, yeah, I said, my name is Carolyn. I was like, did you write it on the napkin? Do you remember that? Yeah, I did not use, so there's a thing at Hooters that when you walk up to the table, you introduce yourself, you write your name on a napkin while you're talking and you put like heart stars, whatever, so that they remember you and you leave it there. Well, I never did that, but I was still making money. She did not do the
0: little things. As soon as she started doing the little things, she made way more money. I did. And but you I started, was making money. And it was more fun. It was. Because now they're like, oh, my grandma's name's Carolyn. Why you got this old person's name? Yeah. Or,
1: then it was conversation because there's like three generations of Carolyn's in my family. I blah,
0: blah, blah. what I used to do, everything about Hooters was a sale to me because men came in. Um so it kind of set me up for real estate. So I had to learn how to get them to get the bigger beer or get them to upsell. I had to learn how to make their girlfriend feel comfortable. I remember when I realized that black women didn't really like me (laughs) and I was being too friendly to their person. And, um, I, so when I would go to the table, I would comment on the lady first. And I always say, uh, black women either have a nice purse or nice nails, one or the other. Really? Yeah. Figure it out. Go, go look at a black woman. She either got really nice nails, their nails are cute, or she has a cute purse. I don't. I never complimented them on I those did.
1: things, but I'd I be always. Like, oh,
0: girl, I love your nails. And she's like, thank you. Blah, 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 blah. Well, and find out, and you address
1: the woman first. So I've always uh, my eye contact was at the woman immediately when I approached the table. So if you walk up to the table with a couple your eyes go to the the female first. You greet them, you serve them first, you take their... Everything is first with the woman. So I guess that was my sale to the same, female and making her comfortable. This same thing is in real estate.
0: This same thing happens in real estate <laughs> because um, it's normally two people buying a house. I've sold more houses to single women in Atlanta than couples. But when I do... Sell to a couple, I now know that I am catering to the woman. Yes. But you have to know (laughs) if you're selling to a man and a woman, who's wearing the pants? And it's always different. And you would think that the man is wearing the pants the whole time. And while you're in the house, they'll go home, start talking. And whatever the woman said that she wanted is what she's getting sometimes.
1: Sometimes. Or you
0: got the boyfriend who's not even on the loan. Telling (laughs) telling a girlfriend girlfriend. who has the credit and the the money and the money what What he wants and what to do. So, knowing who's driving, um, which is kind of like knowing who's paying the tab, same thing. Oh, yeah, same thing. um, Helps get to closing. There's so many little uh, details that help get to closing by knowing your person. Definitely. Um, so with that being said, what is your life like now? We are not serving tables. You've been selling real estate for 10 months. What is your biggest lifestyle switch in these 10 months that you feel like you need to tell the people who just got licensed, who haven't sold a house yet? Power. I definitely feel... I feel like you should have made a muscle when you did that. (laughs) I definitely... Do it. Make a muscle. No.
1: She's so aggressive. I feel like power is, is over. like <laughs> okay, Fifty Cent. <laughs> um, so power. I definitely feel more powerful as a woman. Sheesh. And that's not something I back up. Can explain to you. It's something you have to live. And the but only what way-
0: makes you feel powerful is it the money, or is it the fact that you use your own mind, your own mouth, your own hands to get there? Like what? You said power. So what is making you feel powerful?
1: Or is it the cash apps you sent me? Oh God, that's not it. Um, <laughs> the thing that <laughs> makes me feel powerful is that I'm driving. So there's input and output, right? So what I put in is what I get out. And I know Ooh, that so my power destiny is it. I'm controlling everything. If I don't answer a text, it's me. If I don't answer a phone call, it's me. There's no person, what I'm used to in healthcare, at the office answering a phone to transfer it to me. Everything is through how I move. So how I move, what I do the night before, how I end my night. I may have sleepless nights. If I fall asleep working on something and it's not complete, I really don't sleep because I know what mentally I'm thinking, you didn't finish that. So I'm sleeping, but I'm not sleeping. So when I open my eyes, I go right back into it. My phone's always in my hand, which is a completely different person to what I was when I wasn't in real estate. But it's great. I don't feel overwhelmed by it. I just feel accomplished. I feel like I'm doing something. I feel like I'm worth something. I feel like I am something for people. Well, you're that making they need everybody
0: me. go run and get their real estate right.
1: license <laughs> And it's weird because <laughs> I worked in the ER. So people need you like it's an emergency situation, but I'm needed in a different way where I don't feel stressed and overwhelmed. And the outcome that that input and the output that I get it got, I get on the other end of it is a smile. Like closing day is like the best day in the world. (laughs) I I know, I know. Try a double closing. So have one client in one room and another client, oh my, it's it's the best thing ever. A lot of
0: people don't get to experience that their first year. So the things that you're experiencing um, is favor, but also the experience that you've had in other industries, I feel like. Um, so to hear you say like double closing, you've been licensed for 10 months, that's a big deal and you shouldn't downplay it. I don't downplay it. Mm. I don't downplay it. I just... She doesn't dance in the end zone. She's one of them people who, when you score a touchdown, He's like, yeah, let's go, next play. You are not dancing in the end zone. I'm not. I think that... I'm getting the penalty, and then we lose the touchdown. <laughs> <laughs> I don't I dance. I love dancing. Um, <laughs> I think that
1: I didn't even realize where I was in my real estate career into, until I was getting dressed for a closing. Yonder called me. We always talk in the mornings or at night or at some point several times a day. And she said, um, I said, I'm heading to closing. And she said, wait, how many closings do you have this month? And I told her and then it was like, sometimes you got to pause and be like, hold up. She was like, so wait, why aren't you excited? And when I'm nervous, I'm quiet. So I was just going through the motions that morning. Like I was taking it in and everything, everybody takes things in different, you know, so I don't know. I'm just not the, I'm not going to dance. I'm not doing Deion Sanders' Dirty Bird in end zone. I'm not doing it.
0: I do have a picture and video of you doing that, though. We were drunk at the uh, Falcons game. Was I doing Dirty Bird? Yeah. Talking about, and you were playing the Eagles, so you know I felt the way. Talking oh. about, if we win, we're going to the strip club after this, so. <laughs> <laughs> was I doing a Dirty Bird? Yeah. I probably we, was. We might have to bring that up. Yeah. Might have to do a side clip about <laughs> you doing Dirty Bird. Of um, you doing the Dirty Bird, but... Because I've never even heard of it. I'm not from here until then. It was a whole dance, y'all. Oh, you my, my lifestyle's changed. Well, my current lifestyle is relaxed. Um, like she said, she always has her phone in her hand, and she doesn't mind it. I mind it now. Uh, the real estate industry has brought on anxiety for me. It has changed my life the better. I was able to accomplish so many of my goals because of real estate, but it also gave me anxiety. And the reason why it gave me anxiety is because I took on my client's issues. Okay, we have a fire. I felt like it was my fire. I didn't know how to separate what they were going through to get this house that they put themselves in, because I put myself in it too. Mm -hmm. So I had to learn how to Um, get out of their gray area and stay black and white now what it did definitely increase real estate definitely increased my son's lifestyle this little boy wants a porsche for his first car and he's so serious like when we talk about it he's like i don't understand why you're talking about insurance i don't understand like you you can do it and i'm like jvion you cannot even reverse Um, but I might get it for him because a lifestyle switch real estate he's going to get it you think he's going to get it?
1: it's my fault
0: it's yeah she drives
1: a Porsche and
0: she let him drive so well great. it
1: wasn't I wasn't it wasn't like I was letting him drive but like I'm showing what? off but guess what Auntie closes deals now. So when that insurance comes
0: in. <laughs> it was it was really,
1: I wanted him to go to a restaurant. He didn't want to eat there. We wanted to eat there. And I said, if I let you drive my car, will you go eat there? And he said, yes. And after that, he's like, it's been almost a year. And he's saying, Still wants that when I push. get my license, I'm getting a horse. So it's partly my fault. So I'll take the blame for that.
0: He has gone to private middle school, which cost me like $4,000 a month. Yep. What that I just post? Mm-hmm um so private middle school which was insane for me to pay and i had anxiety every time i hit pay he has um did personal basketball training which is anywhere between 500 to a thousand dollars a month since he was nine um he wears off-white shoes and 100 dollar ee shorts so he gets to live this insane life from a single mom. I'm doing this by myself because of real estate. I'm saying this not to say, ooh, look what I can do. I'm saying it because you can do it too. Like it's, it's possible. There's some shorts he wears now called EE. They drop on Wednesdays and Fridays at 12 o'clock. Why do I know this? <laughs> because I'm on the, the website buying the $100 shorts for him. Um, that is what makes me go. That is why I answer my phone. That's why I'm stuck in traffic, because I want my kid to be used to having it. Um, yeah, he's spoiled, but he's a great kid. And I don't want him to be like, oh, it's cool. Let's go to Old Navy. No, I want you to work hard for the sacks. I want you to work hard for the Porsche. I want this to be part of your lifestyle so you maintain it. I don't want you to feel like you can't have it, too and one of the greatest things about living in atlanta is that you see so many people that look like you that are your color that are actually winning without scamming um so that's something that i i take pride in is i take really really good care of my kids you could say a lot about me (laughs) Um, but when it comes to taking care of my family i'm definitely a one with that
1: i agree for chloe i feel like it's different because You had Javion when you were 19. Yeah. So Javion literally grew up with you. And you always say that. And it reminds me when we're talking about how we raise our kids and the difference. Mm -hmm. And how open you are with Javion versus how sheltered I am with Chloe. I can say that verbally before I would deny that. But I am. Um, So with Chloe, Chloe doesn't know that she's spoiled. She, I am now trying to transition her at the age of 13 into understanding ha, what it is to have and to not have. And I tread lightly on that because it's my fault. And when I say it's my fault, I'm saying that because I chose to put her in a certain neighborhood in a certain school system where kids were at a certain level. So to me. Which is East Cobb. She's an East Cobb snob mom. You know, I don't want people to know where I live. I don't care. So, yes, I am an East Cobb snob mom. And I chose to and put her in that. she fits the bill, y'all.
0: You should see her when she gets out the car and her designer sunglasses and her designer purse and her designer shoes. Like, she fits the East Cobb snob mom bill completely. You do. You're like the token black one. <laughs>
1: you know you are. That's why you're laughing. Are you not? It It's, it's a... Yes, that's true. And with that being said, because my kid is two percent of minority in her entire school system, that's huge. And she doesn't go to a small school. So with that, there's a balance. I've learned how to balance it. But before, like I just kind of gave her, gave her, gave her. And now I'm teaching her the value of what we have and the value of me being a single mom providing what she has. Because what she sees every day is two parents. One may drop off, one may pick up. No, mom's dropping off, mom's picking up. There is no two-parent household. There's That me. is huge. But you are still able, no one knows that unless
0: they know you. That is huge. Yeah. It, and it, it didn't affect JV on until he became uh, Chloe's age, like around 13. He'd be like, mom, you know, at the private school, the moms, they don't go to work. Like it was, it was so crazy to him that they just would bring lunch and know what he liked and bring Chick Fil A, and they just had this life that he didn't know women lived because
1: in his life the women work, right? So that's huge. That and you, but that you know what? So I like it makes our like Chloe feels like I'm superwoman. Like with that being said, she sees me on go mode all the time. So it's like. When I say Chloe, I can't do that. She's like, "Why not? You work. You can work all the time. You work on your phone. You're always working. It's okay. You can just bring it with you." Yes, that's it an makes it like when and, like right? and it makes
0: me feel like they're ungrateful. But it's not teenage. them being ungrateful. Kind of.
1: They it's are. no. It's not them being ungrateful. It's them seeing you do it and be able to be successful and provide, and they're not missing anything, so they feel like you can do it. So why it, not? To me, in a sense, it's a push in a pull. It is because it pushes me
0: to go drive to mcdonough to show the house right Mm -hmm. but sometimes we gotta say no yes i say no
1: i do say no okay i say no sometimes (laughs) okay very little but i do say no
0: moving right along because somehow she disciplines chloe by saying no which i've never seen in 13 years (laughs) Um, (laughs) the last level that you want to grow to, okay, we have did the, we have did like really fun summers of sack shopping. We did the concerts, front row backstage. We did the trips. What do you feel like real estate is going to take your lifestyle to next?
1: I'm scared or I'm afraid of where we're going. That's how much faith I have in our power together, separate. I feel like what we want, we already have. So the most important thing for both of us, I feel like I can speak on this for both of us, is the love of our family and our children. And we have that. We have people that look up to us. We have people that depend on us. The, that, support. the support. the support. They're going to... If we call, they'll help us. Mm-hmm. We have Especially
0: that. Especially our mom. Shout out to our moms. Shout out to our moms. We have, to our moms. Mothers. we have
1: great moms. Oh, Lord. We literally do. And it's, thank God for that. They're strong. A moment for that. They
0: don't complain either. They
1: don't. We ha- We really have great moms.
0: Mercedes is definitely
1: expecting something, but she's not complaining. <laughs> <laughs> My mom isn't going to say anything. She just... Literally just wants my daughter there if she's not with me. That's her only... If she's not with me, she needs to be with Nana. Yeah. That's it. That's my only complaint. So I just feel like we're... I'm ready. I'm ready for what it is, but I'm a little bit afraid because I feel like it's so huge that maybe we can handle it
0: or... I can handle it. So one of the reasons why we started the podcast is because... We talk all the time, like she said, and I'm always like, wait, so we have the eggs, the butter, the water, the flour,
1: (laughs) but we're not baking the cake.
0: And we're like, oh, where's the cake? But we have all the ingredients. How does that make sense? Right. We have everything that we need and we're still looking for a piece of cake. That's ridiculous. We're going to bake this cake and it's going to be better than a wedding
1: cake. And it might be on those cake shows on Netflix. Because we've gotten to a certain point. We were like, okay, we're here. What's next? Right. And I feel like we'll get to a certain point and we'll say what's next. I do and not I don't want... feel like we'll ever be satisfied at being. Until it's what I like see in my head. Linear. Like it's not like we'll always want to elevate. I don't feel like there's a stopping point. What's scary about both of us is there's no stop point. We get to one level, there'll be, on, there'll be another level we want to get to. Okay. And I feel like that build will be huge. I don't want $15,000 checks
0: anymore. I want $150,000 checks. Right? So once you get used to seeing 10000 50000 it's like, yes. I blow through it, don't I? Yes.
1: <laughs> yes. <laughs>
0: Let me say that again. Yes, I need a financial advisor. Please, somebody I was about to say a financial money. advisor. Please somebody reach out to DeAndre through it. If you need something, a little got bit closes it.
1: She needs a financial advisor.
0: If you need something and I got paid, I'm giving it. I'm not thinking about it. I don't want it back. I am doing. I'm living. I'm living. You. If I die today, y'all know that I lived with every check that I received. <laughs> Live life, okay. Um, but I'm I'm ready for the hundred fifty thousand dollars checks because I see it. I see my developers. I see my flippers. I see even top producing real estate agents make that. And I, why not me?
1: In a so month.
0: In a month. I'm gonna tell you why not me because I spend all my money instead of investing it in myself. So that's why I started doing this podcast to invest in myself. But I want to evolve because I know it's possible and I see it and I, I really see it in real estate and we have everything that we need. One of the things that I never had was a partner that had the same vision as me. So one of the reasons I pushed Carolyn so much for six years to get her real estate license because I needed her to feel that power she talked about. And now that she feels that power that she talked about and we're on the same wavelength in that sense, I can have somebody come together with me to build it. I do know that you need the team. You are not going to be able to do this huge, great thing without having somebody else aside of you. And unfortunately, we don't have husbands. We don't. That's okay. It's not unfortunate. It's okay. No, it kind of is. Why? Because imagine if you, the love of your life was somebody who had that vision.
1: I mean, I know it seems far-fetched, but... I mean, it happens. Not for us, though. No, but I don't look at it as a negative. I look at it as our. this is what the cards we were dealt in life. And when you get lemons, well, you I make lemonade. Well, I guess because our moms had our dads when we were growing up. That is hard. Now, that is hard. It took, well, I think it took longer for me to grasp what I'm saying as far as being okay with not having a husband. did she's older than me. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I am happily turning 40. Happily. Yes. <laughs> happily ever after by myself turning 40 in November and I'm okay with that. I was not always okay with that, but I'm okay with that now only because I look at things as if I did have a husband with the growth um spur that I'm on right now, could I really give my relationship what I wanted to have? Because I saw my mom be a wife and a mother, and my dad's neck, I saw that, and I saw that it was a full-time job plus plus, all the time. So, with that being said, with for me to be the wife that I would want to be, I would have to be where I want to be in life. Oh, that makes sense though. Mm -hmm. To give a hundred percent, I don't really
0: know if relationships um romantically having lined with me like it needs to because i've always worried about providing for my family more than providing for the relationship commitment of making it work that makes sense yeah um so i've always been told i'm dismissive but i feel like in real estate <clears throat> You have to have that
1: um, can't stay stuck on it too long because you'll miss out. You You have to know and you have to know and sometimes you will miss out, but you definitely can't stay stuck on one thing for a long time. You have to kind of take the good with the bad and know when to move on and know what to focus in on and sometimes you may lose, sometimes you may win, but you can't, you have to move consistently. I want
0: my lifestyle to grow to Obviously, more money, but with that money, I want to be able to have more of an impact with my voice and what I do. And I feel like if we were to make what we envision, um, sky's the limit for everybody because of how giving we are. I agree. So uh, to me, it's not just about the $150,000 checks that I am receiving from the Northeast Southwest calling it into our hands. (laughs) Um, It's going to also be about what we do with it and what we do with it will absolutely help everybody that is close to us touches us and even people that just are going through things that we've been through I agree which is all. one of the reasons for the podcast yes. because we want to be heard and seen and teach people we Why know that saying? the crown is heavy but put it on our heads anyway we're willing to hold it we carry the weight of our family a lot (laughs) of everything um a lot of times we're going through nine things and we'll literally just say to each other we can't talk about it right now like there's certain things that we've learned we can't put into the air right now until it's time for us to actually speak on it and throughout our friendship we learn to respect it we'll just be like okay if i'm like what's going on she's like i'll tell you just not yet we get it um so Sometimes when you're wearing the crown as we wear, yeah. it does get heavy, but there's no other head that I would want it on because I trust myself to get to the closing table, to get to the finish line, to find a solution,
1: to put out the fire. And we also love that the people that we love trust us oh, yeah. because who else would you want to help you or ask for advice, et cetera. So we don't want to make it misconstrued like it's a burden. It's not a burden. It's something we chose to take on in life and we love it, but sometimes it's heavy. And that's just because we want the best outcome from the people around us, the people we touch, the people we talk to when they come to us, giving the right advice, giving the right decisions that they should make or however it helps them. So while it gets heavy, it's a good, it's a positive heavy.
0: Every family has a Noah. I've been saying this forever. Um, I'm my family's Noah. They all look at me like, what is she doing? She's crazy. Building that arc. (laughs) (laughs) Ain't no storm coming. Why? What are you doing, Deandra? Oh, you quit your job? You haven't gotten paid in two months? Well, your dumb ass shouldn't have quit your job. (laughs) (laughs) But when it rains and everybody wants to get in the boat, (laughs) Noah's prepared and I'm ready. Um, So every family has that person that kind of uh doesn't go with how people think they should go and we are the noahs of our family you think so absolutely i'm Just not kidding <laughs> <laughs> but yes guys so lifestyle change is possible we've did it we've gone from three jobs to sleeping in when we feel like it and i know that you guys can do it too We want you to tune in for our next episode of Real Estate and Motherhood. Real Estate and Motherhood. I am Deandra Pruitt.
1: I'm Carolyn Mosley. And we'll talk to
0: you guys soon.